Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle, everybody. Uh, great Wednesday. I know I'm on Wednesdays, but I had to think about what day it is. <laughs> what day is that? It's Wednesday. So we're midway through our week and um, happy to have all of you with us. Um, again, I'm Amy Izzo. I'm with EXP Realty and I'm in the Midwest. So I am in uh, the great states of Indiana and Illinois. Uh, dual license in those two states and practice. I have about half of my business in each area there. And this is my ninth year in real estate. So this is a second career. Yay. Um, and I, I, I haven't like introduced myself in a while. I just come on and do my thing. So I'm like, maybe I should refresh once in a while. But one of my claims to fame is, um, well, first of all, I didn't make any money for six months in this business. So it was month six before I made my first dollar. Um, but every month since my month six for now into the almost the end, I'm in the I'm at the end of my ninth year. So so we'll say for eight and a half years, I have beat my income goal every month consistently. So that is not a flex. That is not a brag. That is just to say um, it doesn't matter the market. It doesn't matter uh, where you are. It doesn't matter what's going on in politics. Doesn't matter. We're in a recession. We're not in a recession. It's a buyer's market. It's a seller's market. It's all slick, cyclical. As long as you find things that you're willing to do consistently, consistently means every day that you work for a focused amount of time, you will be able to build the business that you want. You may not want my business and that's okay. Um, we all want something different. So it's really about figuring out what do you want in your business? And then what are the things you're willing to do consistently every day that you work? Because I'm a big proponent that you, you ought to have a day off, right? So, uh, so every day that you work, what are the things that you're willing to do consistently that will build the business that you want to build? Now, um, today I want to talk about a not a really popular topic. <laughs> no, maybe it's a popular topic, but it's not a topic that everybody gets excited about. Some people do, but what I hear more often is we don't get too excited about cold calling. Yay, cold calling! Who loves cold calling? Two hands if you love cold calling. I'm real. I'm lying to you right now. I have two hands up. I do not love it. <laughs> I'm totally lying to you. I do not love it, but I do it. Does anyone on here, if I have you on camera, or if not, if you can type in, does anyone that is here, anybody cold call? Anybody cold call? Some of my folks are here, so I know they cold call. All right. So some of us cold call, some of us not may not cold call. Is it my favorite thing to do? No. Does it work? Yes. Um, so today's topic is about cold calling. Now, I want you to just be open-minded to it. I'm going to talk about how we cold call. And I like to call them warm calls. If we're using our CRM and we're doing the right thing, some of these calls are a little warmer than others. It just kind of depends how that person came into us and um, 
if we really thought about how they came into us before we responded to them. So we can make those cold calls a little bit warmer. If we, if we take a minute to kind of think about where did I find, where did I meet this person, right? How does this person get into my inbox? So I want to talk a little bit about that today and just focus on that. What I will say, which is like one of my mantras is it all works if you work it. So if you, if you hang with me for the next 25 minutes and you're like, I'm never cold calling, cool. What are you doing? Right. If you're not cold calling, what are you doing? So I don't care what you do as long as you do it consistently, but I'm going to tell you some things that I do on a regular basis that, um, I didn't like wake up one day and go, Oh, I'm so excited to do this. It's a skill that I've learned over time and it works. Um, and I'm going to start with, um, well, before I jump in the type of leads, I do think it's important if you're purchasing leads or you're generating leads somehow. So maybe you're organically generating them through your social media presence, through Facebook, through Instagram. Maybe you're running some Google pay-per-click ads. Maybe you're running some Facebook ads. And from these ads that you're running, you're getting folks to come into you and talk to you. Maybe you're buying leads like from a place called Zbuyer. There's one example. Um, and so you have these leads coming into you. The first thing to remember is leads are people. There is never a situation where you've logged into your team's database if you're on a team or your own database where you've paid to generate some leads or someone has paid to generate some leads. And those are just names on a piece of paper. That's what they look like or names on the screen. That's what they look like. But those are people. And how they got into that funnel is they engaged with some kind of an ad. So something caught their interest enough that they clicked on it and often gave information because typically, especially if it's a full lead, they typed in some information into that system to be able to um, end up in front of you. So that may have been the system, you know, if it came through Facebook, it may automatically grab their email, they may have to give their phone number, right? Um, or if it's a seller lead, they may have typed in some information that normally wouldn't wouldn't appear on a regular lead, typically, you know, like the address of a property or, oh, that they put a new roof on, right? So if you see information coming in on some of these leads, they type that in. So when you get the automatic response from some people of, I didn't give you my information, that's just their gut reaction. It's kind of like when I go car shopping, do you think I want to buy a car? Probably. But what do I say when I'm walking around the lot and the salesman approaches me and goes, hey, can I help you? I go, nope, I'm just looking. Nobody goes to a car lot to just look. Nobody goes to a furniture store to just look. You're looking for a reason. Now, maybe I'm looking now because I want to buy a car in July and I'm just really ahead of the game, right? Or maybe I'm looking now because I think I might want to buy now. I'm considering it, but I'm not sure. And I want to see what my options are, right? But there's a reason that I'm there. The same thing happens with leads. They don't expect us to call them because a lot of people don't call them. Now, it depends on the kind of lead. Fizbos get calls all day long in most cases. So they're a little different. So thinking about the psychology of that lead, thinking a little bit about how did they get in front of me? And then what do they want? Why did they get in front of me before you pick up the phone? 
Okay. That's really important because that helps you choose an approach and not just uh, so that your approach can be, how do I best help them? So we want you to choose the approach that'll best help them. Okay. So I'm going to talk about some that I use today, um, some, some scripting that I use today based on the kinds of leads. So I'm going to talk first about cash offer scripts. So I um, am a natural buyer's agent. If you've been with me before, you've heard me say that, which means I've had never had a problem having buyers find me and come to me um, and want to work with me. And that's great. And I love buyers, but I get a little, a little tired, right? Because a lot of showings, right? So I get a little tired and there's lots of ways to attack that, but I get a little tired. And so, you know, several years ago, I went, I got to increase my listings. And cool thing about buyers is a lot of times they own a house. So sometimes they're two first, right? But um, I st it still wasn't enough listings. I wanted to increase my listings a few years ago. And so I chose um, to work with a company called ZBuyer. So if you're not familiar with ZBuyer, ZBuyer puts Facebook ads okay, out into the world and they attract people that are looking for a cash offer for their home. So think about that. So people that are coming into ZBuyer are looking for a cash offer for their home. And when it's one of the zip codes I purchased, I get those leads, right? Now, um, what kind of people, some of you are on camera with me today, so you can unmute. What kind of scenarios do you think I run into when I call a ZBuyer lead? What kind of folks are going, yep, I want a cash offer on my home. Can you guess? What situations do you think I'm running into? People that are having financial difficulties. Yes, Mike, absolutely. People, Some people are having financial difficulties, for sure. Mm -hmm. What else? Anybody else have any ideas? Divorce. Sometimes a divorce situation, yeah. Um, anybody else? They don't want a bunch of people tromping through their house. Yeah, they don't want a bunch of people tromping through their house. Okay. Right? That's what they're don't worried about. So that's a great one. That's a great one. Okay. So yeah, so Z buyer leads are, are ads that are for cash offers for the home. So sometimes it's someone that's in financial trouble. Sometimes it's someone that wants to sell fast for cash. Often it's investors. I see a lot of investors that own investment properties. I especially saw this last year more than any other year. Those that maybe um, were having trouble collecting rents um, during COVID when a lot of rents were forgiven for a while by the government or could be delayed and you couldn't evict in a lot of markets for a long period oh, of time. Yeah. A lot of investors came into those cash. And I always saw investors there, by the way. I've been doing ZBuyer for many years. But at that time, a lot of investors came in and said, oh, let me get a quick cash offer for my property. It's rented. It's not rented, whatever. Um, and I want to see what I can do to get rid of it. So, so I get I get people that have financial trouble. I get investors that just are trying to decrease their portfolio quickly. I also get um, people that don't they don't want to do a lot of showing. Showings is their concern. So they're like, wow, I wonder what I would get for cash for my house. They don't really understand what that would look like, what a cash offer would look like versus a retail offer would look like, right? They're just curious. So they're doing what I want them to do. They're asking for information. So when I get a Z buyer lead, I call them and I know I know a little bit of information about them. So let me see if I can actually pull one up and I'll show you what it looks like. Oh. I didn't plan to do this, but I think this will be fun. And so I'm going to 
jump into my Z-Buyer. Okay, so I get a little information. Can you guys see my screen? Let me give me a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, so here's information. So here's somebody, Melissa. I've been communicating with her via text message. So, and she wants to, she wants, she, she lives in a town in my area and she's interested in a cash offer for her home. So it gives me a little information. It tells me the address. It tells me, and I don't care if you guys see this. It tells me it's two bedrooms, one bath. It tells me how many square feet the house is, when it was built. It gives me, it's just pulling the public data. So it just gives me a little bit of information. Now on this one, she didn't give, additional information, but sometimes there'll be some additional information. Oh, she did. Selling as soon as possible. So where it says additional information, whatever is there, they typed in. So she wants to sell as soon as possible. Okay. And this just recently came in. So why she wants to sell as soon as possible, I don't know. And she's been communicating via text, but she has we haven't really talked yet. I wonder if I can get her on the phone. Let's try. What the hell? So, ooh, sorry. <laughs> Let's let me try to make one. I've never done this live, but let me try to make one live. So my approach with them is they're asking for a cash offer for their house. So I just want to call them. The subscriber you have dialed is not in service. Oh, her number's off, but she's been texting me from that number. So something happened with her number. <laughs> so I couldn't call that one. But my approach when I call them is to just simply ask, let them know I'm calling them in response to their request for a cash offer for their home. So if I was calling right now and Melissa had answered, I might say, hey, you ringing and Mike answers, it's going to be Mike. And I'll say, hey, Mike, this is Amy at eXp Realty. And I'm calling you based on a request that I received for a cash offer for your home in Hammond, Indiana. Hi. Hi. And then I just shut up and I see what Mike says. And I'm like, and so Mike's just said, hi. Right. So I was like, I'm like, hi, Mike, how you doing today? I'm fine. Okay, great. Well, tell me a little bit about why you're seeking a cash offer for your home. Well, you know, my husband or my wife just lost her job and uh, having a little bit of trouble financially and we're making the payments. Okay. But it's a real struggle and okay. we probably should should look at downsizing or or renting for a little while. Okay. So if when you sold your home for the price that you're hoping to get, you would either rent or maybe downsize depending on what those financials look like? Yeah. Okay, great. That sounds great. Can you and then I what? I'm sorry. Probably end up renting for a little while till his job or her job situation settles in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Have you had a chance to take a look at the rents? Uh yeah. Okay, perfect. And you found some that maybe fit your budget? Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Okay. And that's something we can help you with too, if you need some assistance there. We want to make sure that we, you know, if you should sell that we help you transition. So Mike, can I have your permission to tell you a little bit about what I do? Sure. Okay, great. So what I do, Mike, is I work with a network of investors that will make a cash offer for your home. What I typically like to do is collect a little information from you about the home. And then with your permission, come and see, I'd like you to invite me over to come and see the home so that I can bring to you um, a couple of things. One, what a cash investor would offer you for your home based on the information you share with me today. Also based on what I see when I tour the home. And then I'd also like to tell you what you would get in the retail market. And the reason for that, Mike, is sometimes what my sellers find is that um, your cash offer isn't as exciting as a retail offer would be an actual home, you know, actual homeowner that would occupy the home. Mm -hmm. So are you available for me to come out on Thursday at two or is Friday at nine better? 
Probably Friday at nine. Perfect. So I'm going to see you at Friday at nine. If you have a couple more minutes, I'd just like to get you to tell me what updates you've made to the home since you've had it. Okay. Well, we've got uh, granite counters in the kitchen and um, we put in new new faucets and in the sinks and, you know, in the bathrooms too. Great. Um, we have a new water heater. And what else? We put new carpet in one of the bedrooms. Great. That's awesome. I can tell that you've really um, put some love into the home. So, okay. And so then guys, what I would do is I would go on and maybe ask some more questions. What are the floors? Things like that. Um, so Mike played along nice and thanks Mike, because I didn't warn him. <laughs> I just it. That's really what I do. So um, I like to make my calls very conversational. Now here's the thing before I got Mike to answer, I probably called a quadrillion people and nobody answered. So, so that's when I get them on the phone, what I can do. Right. So, you know, I'm going, I'm going over the scripting today, but understand, right. There, there's a amount of time that you're calling that they're not answering, right? So I will tell you when I call these leads, I don't leave a voicemail. You can argue with me on that. They don't know me. Um, I don't know if they're really going to call me back. So I typically don't leave them a voicemail. I also don't get a lot of people calling me back over the years from voicemails. So I double dial. That's one thing that I do. I call. If they don't answer, I call right back immediately. Why do I do that? Well, because if some strange number calls me twice, I, I answer the second time and I don't think I'm alone in that. So I go, if I ignore the first number, because I don't recognize it for whatever reason, and I'm busy doing something else and I see it come right back in, I tend to answer it. So, and I find that that works for me. And I also have an ISA now, and that works for her too. <laughs> so we both do the same thing. So I double dial. That's the first thing that I do. If they don't answer, I don't leave a voicemail, but I do send a video text. And I also send a video email uh, to them. So I'm assuming I have all their information. If, and if I don't, if I don't have an email, I just send the video text. Why do I send a video text? Well, because I want them to meet me. And I want them to see me say, hey, Mike, this is Amy. And I received a request for uh, a cash offer on 123 Main Street. And I wanted to make sure I got that to you. Let's connect so I can get you that information. Thanks. So something like that. Right. So it's just you, whatever you would say. Right. You're the language you would use. So because people want to see that you're human, you're not a bot. Right. And that you're not whatever they envision us to be as a, you know, as a realtor um, that I really care. Right. So just want them to see my personality and see that I care. And they're either going to like that and reach out to me or they're not going to like me and they're not, they're not going to reach out to me. And that's cool because I know where they stand either way. Right. I know where they stand either way. So the video text and email really helps. Um, now, here's what I'll tell you about Z buyers or anyone asking you for home valuation, right? Sometimes through your web pages, people will just want to know the value of their home. You can use the same approach. You wouldn't use cat. You wouldn't say, I'm calling you in response to a cash offer on your home. You, you would say, hey, I'm reaching out because you requested a valuation on your home and I want to do a great job for you. I want to put that together. Because you would say, you would just change up your script a little bit to why are they calling? What's in it for them? Whenever a lead comes in, you have to think about where did they come from and what do they want? If they're on my home site searching for homes, they're coming in through my CRM. This is why your CRM usage is important, you guys. There, I can say, hey, um, Anthony, I saw that you've been looking at homes in Portage, Indiana. 
right? Or Chicago, Illinois, wherever you were looking, insert your market, right? Uh, I'd love to, I, I just want to check and see how the website's working for you. Are you getting what you need? Are you seeing the homes that you expect, right? Whatever you want to ask them. So you just want to ask one question and then shut up. <laughs> and I know that's not a nice way, but right, we like to talk. I love to talk. Have you, can you figure it out? So I have to tell myself, ask the question and hush, right? Be quiet and listen to what they say, right? And then ask the next question, right? I just want to, I always come from a place of, I want to give you what you want. So first I got to figure out what I think you want, you know, based on how you came into me. And then I'm going to talk to you to validate what do you want, right? So I can give you what you want. What's in it for you? I'm giving back the go-giver, right? Value, 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 value. Now, if you come in and ask me for home value or you come in as a cash offer lead and you ignore me, you ignore my test, my text message and my email, like I just kind of demonstrated, I will do a CMA, a video CMA, and I will email it to you. But Amy, you don't even know anything about the home. Not true, right? I know the address and I can look it up on the public record and I can get beds and baths and square footage and I know the area, right? So I can give a range low to high in a CMA and I can teach myself, which I've done. I am not great at technology, but I can teach myself how to do use a free service like Loom. I use BombBomb, which I pay for. But before that, I was using Loom, right? It's free. And I can record myself walking through a CMA in under two minutes and send it to them, right? So, and I have a, at least I can try to get a link to an example. I'm sure I have an example somewhere. But literally, I would just pull, I would go and do a CMA quickly on the property, like a quick and dirty CMA. Use Remine, use, uh, if you have that, R-E-M-I-N-E, or use cloud-based CMA, or use whatever service you're using, okay? And do a quick and dirty CMA, and then you know your areas, you're knowledgeable, look at it and see if you agree, and then put a range in, high to low, because you don't know the condition and you don't know the updates, right? So you don't know where it's going to fall. And you don't want to tell them the best price, but you don't want to tell them the worst price. So I give them the range. So, and then they get a video like this. Um, it's me. It, they open it up and it goes, hi, Helen, this is Amy with eXp Realty. And you had requested a home valuation, or I might say a cash offer, or a cash offer for your property. And we haven't had a chance to connect. I know you're super busy. So I wanted to get ahead of it. So here's what I've got for you. And then I would I would show my screen, you guys. So they're seeing me point. Okay, your property is at 123 Main Street is what I'm going to do at a point with my screen. Your property is at 123 Main Street. And from what I can see, it's a three bed, two bath property. And in that neighborhood, those properties are selling between this price range and this price range, depending on amenities. The one piece of information I don't have, Helen, is I don't have the amenities. So I don't know if you have hardwood floors or if you have granite in the kitchen or if you've made any updates, like maybe put a new roof on or a new furnace or just maintain things really super well. I don't know that information. So this will give you a range of value that you could fall in depending on the amenities that you have. Once you and I connect and I understand your amenities, I can give you your sweet spot or your best price to sell at, right? So here's what I've got, blah, blah, blah. Have a nice day. Call me for information. Save, send, right? So I do something like that. And I actually bring up my share screen and I show them the CMA and the, my, and the range. And so they get an email from me with a video like this. 
And I also attach a copy of the CMA. Yes, I'm giving them free information. No, I don't care. I want to give them the information because I want them to learn to trust me. So even though I they haven't answered me and they haven't met me, I'm going to build a parasocial relationship with them. I'm gonna, they're going to build a relationship with me on email, online, without talking to me. And I'm not going to feel any of it right? Because I'm just sending stuff to them. Now, here's the reality. Some of those folks are going to call you back eventually, and some are not. And that's cool. So, but I will keep them on a follow-up loop. I have a lot of things that I'll do with them, but I'll keep them on a follow-up loop for a long time, but up to a year, unless they unsubscribe. So from, from them getting a CMA from me, they'll, if they continue to not respond, they'll go on a text message campaign. They'll go in my CRM, they'll go on an email campaign and they'll just get different drips based on how long they've been around. Um, but so, so I hope that, I hope that's helpful. And then if they unsubscribe, it stops. If they say, stop, go away. I don't like you. I know where they stand. Then I don't reach out anymore. But what I have found is being consistent over time that I get calls from people now that say, Hey, Amy, you're my realtor. And I don't know who they are. And I'm like, great. What's your name? And they're like, it's Trevor Thurston. And I'm like, okay, Trevor. And I'm looking them up right? Trying to figure out where they came from in my CRM because I don't know. Well, I do know you, Trevor, but I don't know Trevor, right? When Trevor calls. So I do find that that happens a ton. So to me, okay. So that's my cash offer or home valuation approach. I wanted to start with seller leads. Now I kind of threw in there when I was chatting a little bit, well, what if they're a buyer, right? And what if they're coming in through your website. Usually if they're a buyer, they're coming in through your website. Unless you're buying buyer leads, then you know they're a buyer, right? <clears throat> so um, I do also get some Z buyer buyer leads. So when we call them, it'll just say so-and-so is looking for a home in this area and they were hoping for in this price range and they were hoping to get a good deal on a home. The price range they put in there, right, on that lead, that's where that price range came from for a buyer. So that e it's the easiest call in the world because I'm like, hey, Connie, you came in on my website and I see that you were hoping to purchase a home in Hammond, Indiana between, you know, 150 and 175. Um, or up to 250,000. I just wanted to make sure I'm help, that we're helping you with that and we're getting you homes that fit that criteria. And then I hush and I see what they say. And that, by the way, anything I'm saying on the phone, that's a text message, you guys. That's a video. So you can do this in a variety of ways to see how they respond. Lots of people respond to text versus the phone call. Um, and people hang up on me. It's okay. You know, I call them right back if they hang up on me because I'm like, Oh, we got disconnected. Sometimes they hang up on me again, then I don't call them anymore. <laughs> but the vast majority of the time, they don't hang up on me, right? So they either don't answer or they do answer. And we, I, they either have time to talk to me or they don't. Um, the, I don't have time to talk to you. I'm busy. I'm at work right now. Great. Real quick. What's a good time? Or can I text you to set up a time, right? And then just get a time to call them back. So if they say, oh, I'm at work. I can't talk right now. Click, I text them. Hey, I'm so sorry I bugged you at work. I just wanted to make sure I helped you with whatever they needed, right? Insert what they needed. Uh, what, what time of day is typically better for you? Open-ended question, let them tell me, right? You can also give them a choice. You, know, you heard me earlier, give Mike a choice. Can I come out on Thursday or Friday? Can I, you know, can I come Thursday at nine or two? Uh, it doesn't matter. So I do like to give choices. 
Um, if they're in a hurry and they don't really know me, sometimes I'll ask them open-ended. Play with it. See what works for you guys. Play with it. Whenever they've been, if you're using your websites and your CRMs, whenever people have been searching for homes on your website, it's the easiest call in the world. Lisa, you've been searching for homes on the website in this area. You guys, quit telling yourself this is creepy and they think you're a stalker. Who cares? You're not a stalker. You see that they are looking for homes in an area, you just want to help them. Are you getting the right homes? Are you seeing what you want to see? Let me help you, right? That's it. I'm just calling to check on you. If somebody called me and I answered the phone because they saw me on their website and they wanted to help me, I would be like shocked and impressed. I'd be like, what, who are you? So don't get nervous when they go, what, who are you? Why are you calling me? Oh yeah, just repeat yourself. You know, and you're, oh yeah, I know, Lisa, I'm calling you because you were looking at this house on my website and I want to make sure you're getting the right kind of houses. What, what? I don't understand why you're calling me. I know it seems silly that I'm calling you, but I saw you're on the website and I want to make sure it's working well for you and you're getting the houses you wanted to see. Are you looking for a house in Demont? Oh yeah, I'm looking for a house in Demont. Oh, okay, great. Are you getting what you want to get through the website? Are you working with a realtor? Oh, you're not working with a realtor. I'd love to help you, <laughs> right? Or if they say they are working with a realtor, yet they're shopping on my website, <laughs> right? So I will typically say this, hey, I respect that. Uh, if you have a relationship with your current realtor, I want to respect that. Go ahead and feel free to use the website as much as possible. If something changes or you see, you, you think I could be helpful in an area, please reach out to me, right? So, and then I shut up. Let's see what they say next. Because sometimes the knee reaction is I have someone, but they don't. Um, oh, this is my favorite thing to do. I'm going to run over. So I hope you guys are okay. Just, I'll, I won't take too long, Lisa. Okay. So this is my favorite thing to do. And I also do this at open houses. They go, I have a realtor. I go, great. What's your realtor's name? I don't see what they say. If you can't tell me your realtor's name, they don't have a relationship with you. And that goes for me. If I'm working with someone and they can't tell some other realtor calling on them, that my name is Amy Izzo, then I didn't build the right relationship yet. And so if they steal them from me, bad on me, okay? And I'm not telling you to go out and steal your colleague's business. So don't go, oh, Amy Izzo, she's, she wants to steal everybody's business. No, but it is a competitive it is a competitive environment. I want you to respect the relationship you really have. But if you don't have a relationship, I want that relationship, period, end of story. And if I don't develop the relationship, like I'm supposed to, then I'm, someone else is going to get that relationship. And guess what? I'm going to learn from it when I find out. And it's happened to me, you guys. I'm not perfect. So, and I learn from it. When someone, when I find out someone I was talking to or working with is now working with someone else, guess what I do? It's the hardest phone call I ever make. I say, hey, could you tell me why you chose to work with so-and-so instead of me? Because I want to get better. So if there's something I could I could have done better, I want to know what that is. And sometimes they don't tell me anything because people don't want to be mean to you. Most people don't, right? Sometimes they do tell me. They do tell me, oh, I thought you were too busy. <sighs> okay, well, what did I do to make them think I was too busy? By the way, I'm not beating myself up. I'm just trying to diagnose it so I can write myself a prescription to fix it, right? Because we're not perfect. Um, and But if we know and we have awareness, guys, we can fix it, right? So... So that's my favorite thing to do. And I love to do this at open houses because at open houses, people have the I'm just looking syndrome. Nobody comes to an open house to just look. They're there for a reason. Maybe the reason is not going to be for a year for now, but there's a reason. So I want to start to develop the relationship. So when they say, 
I'm just looking um, or I have a realtor. I go, great. Who's your realtor? If they tell me that realtor's name or can pull a card out or whatever, or look it up on their phone. I'm like, great. Let me, I'm going to let your realtor know you were here. I do that at open houses. I'm going to let your realtor know you were here so that I can get them any information they need to help you. Okay. Why do I do that? Because I want to build good relationships with realtors in my market. And I do reach out to those realtors and say, hey, so-and-so is at the open house I was working today. No worries. I wanted you to know that they looked at it. Be great if you could let me know what they thought about the home. That's it. Because I want to help my fellow colleagues too. But if they don't know their name, I want to develop a relationship. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Um, I guess, Lisa, we're going to have to do part two because I only got through a couple of lead types. And anybody want to hear me do, not today, but in maybe next week, uh, FISBOs and expireds and some other types? Or maybe do some circle prospect calls. Anybody interested in that? Okay, I'm getting some thumbs up and some yeses. Uh, I don't know if I missed anything in the comments, you guys, because I didn't listen. To, I didn't read them. I just was talking and talking and talking. Um, do you use video? What do you use for video texting email? Oh, okay. Let me answer that question. I use BombBomb. I pay for a subscription of BombBomb. You guys, if you, and I do that because, um, so if you have budget for that, do it because BombBomb tracks the opens. So I can, it will tell me if my video is open. Here's my favorite thing. Someone never responds to me, but they open my video 16 times. I love it. <laughs> and my mom will tell you that. So they're watching my CMA. This is especially important for CMAs. They're watching my CMAs. So now I know there's an interest. They just aren't ready to talk to me. And that's about them. And it's not about us. Okay. It's about... um they have, everyone's coming from their experience. So maybe they had an experience where someone tried to sell them on something, real estate or other, and they don't want to be sold. So they're just not ready yet. Or maybe they just have a lot on their plate. Um, I have a situation. I'll tell you a quick, really quick story before we wrap. I had a situation where someone was opening my emails, opening my emails, and they were going through a divorce and I'd never spoken to them. So just earlier this year. And the husband called me one day and was like, okay, you're my realtor and I'm sending you over the court documents that name you as our realtor in our divorce. Can I have your email address? And I'm like, what? And they were, he was opening all my emails, which is crazy. And I was like, sure. They, he and his wife had been watching my videos coming over to them and had been getting my follow-up text and videos, but had never responded for over a year, by the way. And what when they went through the divorce, they decided I was the realtor and they named me in the court documents as the realtor who would sell the house. So then I had like 10 days to get the house on the market. I've had that happen more than once. This is the one that I use that this example because they were watching me the longest. I had no idea, but they weren't unsubscribing and they weren't saying bad words to me and they weren't telling me to go away. So I just keep reaching out, right? Text, video, email, call, text, video, email, call, right? So um, over and over again until I'm bored to tears, right? But it works. Anything you do consistently over time, I promise you it works. You just have to figure out what you're going to commit to. So, okay. So next week, um, we will jump in. So anyway, I use BombBomb because it tracks it. But if you don't have, if you're like, Amy, I have no budget. I can't do this. Loom is free. L-O-O-M. Loom is free. So isn't... I think Vimeo is it has a free version too. V I M E A V I M E O V I M E O has a free version too. 
So check those out. Go Google, Google them and use the free versions. I'm all about doing as much as you can free. I also happen to know, although I don't Snapchat anyone on the planet, I also happen to know if you download the Snapchat Snapchat app and you record, you can't, I don't think you can't screen record, but you can record videos with Snapchat. So all you younger folks, sorry, I'm going to stereotype. I'm so sorry. Know this like Michael and Trevor. And I know you all know this, but my daughter taught me this years ago. Janelle, you probably know too. Um, you can record a video on Snapchat and save it to your camera roll. And then you can send it via text. And it doesn't matter if they have an iPhone or a Droid, it should just transmit to them fine. So they should be able to watch it. So um, like you can't screen share on that, but that would be great for just like your introduction or your follow-up, you know, text and video. So if you're like, I don't know if they can always open it. I know like my friend has an Android, I have an iPhone. So whenever he sends me a video, it's this big and it's garbled. But if he did it with Snapchat, it would come through clear every time. So that's a trick. So even if you're like, I don't snap anybody, right? You don't have to just download the silly thing so you can use that feature and save these videos to your camera roll and get it out to everybody. So it's about learning the tricks, right? And when I had no money <laughs> for anything, that's what I was doing. I was doing the Snapchat video. I've never snapped a person. So I don't, I don't, that's not what I do. My friends don't snap, you know, maybe they do. And I just don't know they do, but I don't think they do. So they Facebook and Instagram. So at any rate, just use the tools that are out there that are free. We can find one until you then are ready for something at another on another scale and you to invest a few dollars in it. But do invest, right? Because BombBomb really helps me. It tracks, it gives me information and helps me to better respond. So, because now I know what's going on with my videos through BombBomb. Anyway, so next week we'll do part two. And I will cover um, other lead types. Message me. You can find me on Facebook, Amy Izzo. Message me um, and tell me if there's something specific. It will definitely do Fizbo's. I would definitely do expireds. Um, tell me if there's something else that you want me to do. I would probably do circle prospecting too, if we have time. If not, maybe there's a part three. Tell me if there's something else. Somebody message me, message Lisa, something. Let us know. Um, thanks for letting me go nine minutes over. I really do respect your time. So I hope you found value in today. And I love you guys. Have a great day. Go sell some houses. Go call some leads. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.